you're listening to this podcast is for women episode number 61 three things men find beautiful in a woman I'm also going to discuss my recent London trip with my husband to the Chelsea Flower Show. I get really vulnerable about an argument we had on a corner in London and what happened, what was going on in our worlds, and how we healed up from that uh, later on. I get really vulnerable and share that. I also share some beautiful things about the trip. But it's summertime and I'm thinking a lot of you are going to be taking trips and going places with your partner and some couples argue on vacation constantly. Some couples never argue on vacation. I think we would fall into a possible near never argue on vacation. I talk about how women also I experienced uh with feminine energy, women were different to me than American women. And I talk a little bit about those differences. And wherever you are on this planet, wherever you're listening to me from, remember, this is not a criticism of who you are. But I think there is a European way and there is an American way. We can't deny that we're different types of energies and how we respond and what's very normal for us socially. But I have a common theme for everyone, wherever you find yourself living on this planet, for women, as far as getting in touch with your feminine energy and really living your best life for yourself and your relationship based on feminine energy. I also, at the end of this podcast, I have a little summer homework for you all. <laughs> yes, it's going to be summer school from your teacher, Adrian Everhart, because I'm not going to be teaching over this summer, at least not in my podcast. I'm going to be taking a much needed break to take the summer off and complete some things that I've been trying to get done for a while, <laughs> including my rewrite to 500 Ways to Talk to a Man and some other books that are going to be so, so helpful to women on their feminine energy journey. But really, I'm looking forward to taking the summer off and relaxing, working on my health and my wellness, and accomplishing some tasks that really mean a lot to me, plus having lots of fun. I hope you get to do the same thing too. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So let's start off with three things men find beautiful in a woman. 
this is going to be in regards to feminine energy because men find feminine energy so alluring, so intoxicating because it balances their masculine energy. And when a man is in his masculine energy, he feels good. So when he's with you and you're in your feminine energy, he gets to tiptoe into that private world of feminine energy and get all of that soothing and safeness and beauty that we really take for granted. A lot of us do because we're in our masculine energy. So you can imagine a man who really wants that peace and beauty and calmness that a woman brings, but then he just can't escape hanging out with his bros. (laughs) He would really be craving that feminine energy with you. So I'm going to be looking at this from the perspective of three things men find beautiful in a woman based on feminine energy characteristics. Now, I will tell you, I've broken this podcast episode up into segments so you can listen to it at different times because I understand as I'm recording this, it might get a little long, but I'm going to try and keep it brief and really get to the point. When I think back on moments when I've had that look from a man, when a man looks at me and he sees me as the most beautiful woman in the world, I experienced this with my husband And I remember having it even with my father and my brother and other men in my life where there's this moment where I am totally lost in being a girl and it moves a man like nothing else. It's a type of beauty and lovely wonder and an experience that I'm not so sure they really get to experience. If they do, it's something different. I am reminded of being on my brother's farm in Arizona, and I was hanging out with two of his female goats. One was quite young, and the other one just about a year older. If you haven't ever held a baby goat in your arms or spent time with some little goats, it's a wonderful experience. They're like nothing else. And so here I was on the bench watching the sunset, sitting with these two girls, these two girl goats, and They're both chewing on my hair, but they're not hurting my hair. They're just like kind of chewing almost like it was a fidget spinner or something. They were just nervously chewing on my hair, but I was just talking to them and petting them and they're batting their eyelashes at me. And we were having this type of girl chat and I look over and my brother is not too far away and he's feeding some of the animals and he's in tears looking at me. And so I think of these moments when a girl, you as a woman though, are allowed to totally be a girl and lose yourself and feel free, whether that is dancing in the rain or running barefoot through the park, singing your favorite song, cooking your favorite meal, or spending time with your child or a pet, where you're just being a girl and you're losing yourself and being free. This to me is one of the things that men find the most beautiful in a woman. So definitely think about the places in life or maybe you can recognize it in the moment where you can just let yourself go and be free and be a girl. The second thing that I think men really find beautiful in a woman is when a woman puts her happiness first. It never fails whenever I'm at my lowest or I'm upset or I'm feeling overwhelmed. My husband says, 
why don't you do these other things to take care of yourself? Why don't you put yourself first? And I always have an excuse as to why I'm not. Yet he really calls me out on an important point in that feminine energy is all about feeling good. It's about how you're feeling happy, relaxed, self-care, doing what makes you feel fulfilled and experience joy. So when you are putting your happiness first and investing in yourself, even if it's just a few minutes a day to give yourself a little self-massage or a scalp massage or some stretching on the floor, you're putting yourself first and you're hitting the reset buttons on your energetic frequency and allowing yourself to relax and feel good. So I want you to think about some ways that you've been neglecting yourself where you could be putting your happiness first and making sure that you experience a wonderful, beautiful life and not simply be in your masculine energy where you're doing, thinking, creating, and making things happen. There's definitely a place and a time for that, but you also want to make sure you have that balance with your feminine energy. Now, this last one, it might be a little bit controversial, Because men don't like to hear women complain. And men are all about masculine energy. It's solving things the fastest way. Point A to point B. So when you're experiencing something and you're upset and you go to your guy for advice and you say, how can I fix this? He'll say, well, stop talking about it. (laughs) And this is something I've heard a time or two in my life. Well, There's a certain amount of psychological release a woman gets from talking about something. And that is why you have your girlfriends. You have someone you can talk to. But so quickly, this can turn into masculine energy where you're obsessing and fixating on something. Now, whether this is your inner girl and your inner boy, their worst parts, you know, wanting to solve things and fix things, because Feminine energy is about finding flaws. Sometimes we can see what's wrong with something very easily. That's part of being a woman. That's part of our DNA to really protect us and protect the babies and the family. You're predicting things that could be wrong. However, when you find yourself in this place of just recount the last five things you've said to your partner or whatever you're about to say to them, Ask yourself, is this negative or positive? From anything as small as something like, oh my gosh, we can never find parking when we're over here. Or, oh, those those people wouldn't let you in traffic. Or whatever it may be, food prices are so high. Just notice when you're gravitating towards that mindset of negativity instead of seeing what is positive, what is good, such as, It feels so good to just be with you and drive around today in the car. Or I'm so happy we have groceries in our grocery store. It feels so good to have all this abundance around us. Whatever it is, see if you can't spend some time switching from complaining mode to prosperity, abundance, positivity mode. Now, this is going to help you as much as it's going to help him. But men really do enjoy spending time with a woman who is positive. Even if he is the most negative of negative Nellies, don't aim to correct his negativeness. Just lead by example. That is the most powerful, strong way 
waiting someone's mood out, and leading by example with your feminine energy positivity. All right, I hope these three tips have been helpful. I'm going to go ahead to the next section where I talk about my London trip and the little fight and argument Jeff and I got into. It wasn't really a fight, but you know what I mean. It was a doozy. Uh, And so that's on the next section. You are invited to join my online coaching community. I have a private online coaching community where I teach monthly classes. I have guest coaches, guest speakers, moderators, and so much to share with you. You can join as a member on a monthly basis and cancel at any time. You can post questions, help others where you can lend an answer, and access our library list of growing classes and workshops. There's so much fun in this group and I especially love the supportive community. It's on a monthly basis so you can join and cancel at any time. Head on over to diamondgirl.me group. That's D-I-A-M-O-N-D-G-I-R-L dot me slash group. I can't wait to see you over at I Heart Love Academy. I'm so excited to share some details about my London trip. And maybe if you're going to London, this might help you in some way as well, because it took until the last day for my husband and I to really figure out how the tube worked. And we were actually helping people from England <laughs> with navigate as well. And I just want to say, if you're ever there, the tube is all about the final destination, where it's going to end up eventually at its final stop. And they always announce that. That's really how you know what direction you're in or if you're on the right train or if you need to transfer is by knowing which stop is its final stop. So I'm going to get that little bit of info, travel tips by Adrian out of the way and let you know, why did I go to London? I went to visit the Chelsea Flower Show. This has been a big dream of mine to go see the Chelsea Flower Show. I am an avid gardener. I've gotten my husband into gardening and we just can't get enough of plants and flowers and species and types and garden design. We make a big point to create our own little habitat on our piece of land. No matter how small it is, my backyard's not anything too enormous. But just today, I counted seven bumblebees on a salvia plant of mine. So I'm helping with pollinators in in some way, and I'm feeding our family over the summer and sometimes the winter, just a little bit, adding to our nutrition. And gosh, going to Chelsea Flower Show is just a dream come true. So the day prior to leaving, we had friends over for my husband's birthday. My husband's in the music industry, you know this. And his friend said, hey, do you know if any shows are playing while you're there? And I immediately thought of theater shows because this is something my husband and I had discussed. But no, no, he was talking about bands and music. And sure enough, there was a concert playing. My husband got really excited. He knew uh, the record label, so he got in touch with the record label. He said, do you want to go? And I was like, well, sure. And it happened all so fast. And before I knew it, 
we had seats to the show. Now, fast forward to the actual day. I'm in London. I'm having a great time. And now I have to turn around, go back to my hotel room, get dressed, eat dinner when I wasn't hungry, and go to the show. And I was not feeling it. I did not want to do it. Now, you can imagine, my husband was a little upset with me. So here I was deciding if I wanted to keep exploring London. I actually wanted to go to Harrods. And we had every day planned. We had a couple of wild cards. But even those two days that were the wild cards, we had somewhat planned. And going to the show just wasn't part of my plan. And my husband said something really important to me. He said, well, why did you agree to it in the first place? So here I am. I'm on a busy street telling him I don't want to go to the show. In fact, I'm going to go take a cab to Harrods and go shopping and get dinner there instead. And he's asking me this question, and I have no idea why I felt like this was a good idea to go to the show. So this is a great example of how men will ask you a question, and we'll feel this urgency to explain ourselves and have an answer. And really, what I could have said to my husband was, I'm not sure. I'm going to think about it some, and I'll have to get back to you later. I'm sorry. I just don't want to go. I really don't like changing plans on someone. I usually commit to something. But the closer it came time to going to this show, the more I realized this was something I hadn't really committed to, and I couldn't understand how I had lost myself in that process of not knowing my boundaries and what it was is that it happened so quickly. It was a lot of adrenaline. His friend was here. His friend was like, hey, go to this show. It's great. It was like boom, boom, boom. Before I knew it, Jeff had tickets. He had already messaged someone. And I'm already exhausted (laughs) in my memory. It was his birthday. I had thrown together this party. We had been packing all week. And I just wasn't in a place where I could commit to any type of decision or plan. Now, instead of having the energy to know that, I just said, okay. And this was the biggest lesson I have learned. A boundary is a feeling of indifference sometimes. It's a feeling of, I'm not really sure what it is I want to do. I'm not totally sure. But it's so easy to say, well, yeah. You know, if someone said to you, I'm going to give you $5,000, you'd be like, great, give it to me. But you haven't heard what is attached on the other end of that $5,000. So I'm going to use that as an analogy. We had these free tickets. They were front row seats to this very impressive performer. Of course, I'm going to go. You're handing me something amazing. Of course, I'm going to go. Until I realized I didn't really care about going. I wanted to spend my time doing something else. So this has been an interesting concept for me to look back on. Not only having this confrontation happen, you know, right in the middle of of downtown and, and people kind of looking at us and feeling how heated the conversation was getting with my husband. He does not like it when plans change. And then I can understand it. He was going to have to go to the show all by himself, but he wasn't going to be alone. He had he was meeting a buddy there who also worked for the record label. So I knew everything would be okay. And he 
said, you know, if you really want to go do this thing, do it. But it came at a bit of an emotional price. So here's the takeaway from this for everyone, whether you're traveling, you're arguing with your partner, or you're just not sure what you want to do for the day while you're on vacation. Be willing to say, I don't know. I don't know. And I can't figure it out right now. So I stood on that corner holding on to a signpost, racking my brain, trying to give my husband an answer as to why I had agreed to this show when I really didn't want to go. And that was a terrible place for me to be. And he didn't mean to be threatening, but this is what happens to masculine energy. They want an answer. They want an instant outcome. But we were both so tired (laughs) and still adjusting to the time zone. Keep this phrase in your pocket. I don't know. I'll have to get back to you later. In 500 Ways, I have a popular phrase that says, hmm, I need more time to feel my way through. Urgency that masculine energy can have to get you to answer immediately, you don't have to respond to that. You can simply say, I don't know. I'll have to get back to you later. I need more time understanding what I'm feeling. Because that ultimately is the truest of true. And it's a lot easier on your emotional regulatory system instead of like racing through your thoughts, trying to figure out why you accepted or did not accept something. Uh, Take your time answering a man. (laughs) Now, on to the more beautiful parts of England, which was I mostly stayed in London and went to the Chelsea Flower Show and got to see a lot of my favorite celebrities, including Monty Don and Eric Anderson and Joe Swift. These people from Gardner's World, they're like celebrities to me. All the beautiful gardens, rare plants and plant species. I fell in love with an azalea that is a yellow fragrant azalea. It smells a little bit like honeysuckle called Davises or Davines that I'm really going to try and get here in America (laughs) if I can. It's a rare plant though, but we'll see what I can do. I really felt immersed in my element. I spent, you know, six, seven hours at the flower show. I walked more than five miles every day. And it felt like half an hour to me. I just couldn't get enough when I'm around plants and gardening and people who are so into uh, plant and plant species. It's a wonderful way for me to spend time outside in nature. I also noticed some differences about American women and English women. And again, I was in London. So to quote one of my English friends, she said, you were in a very posh part of England So maybe the women were like a little different. I'm not sure. But their energy to me felt in a way more feminine than American women. They had a little bit more of a demure, shy, laid back energy. I would say that American women to me are like an arrow, a pointed arrow and UK women or English women feel more like a little squiggly arrow, a little bendy squiggly arrow. I'm thinking of kind of like those Instagram arrows we see everywhere. Some are like spongy and bending like little springs and then others are pointed and direct. The women I experienced in England seemed a little more laid back, softer, quieter, 
Whereas American women, we are louder, we're more expressive, we connect to each other, we have no problem like saying something to a stranger to connect with them. And I noticed a lot less of this when I was in London. In fact, there were a couple of times where I just felt downright rude, but also a little bit like, what's wrong with everybody? <laughs> like, why isn't anyone doing something or saying something? There were just a couple of incidences. One was my husband and I were in the wrong line. Uh, we didn't know the line split into two. There was a lot of murmuring about the line behind me. And it was only until we had gotten our item and left the line that I realized the line was really long. And there was like two parts to the line. So no one said anything to us. They could have said, you know, you're in the wrong line. That's what an American would have done. We would have wasted no time. And again, I was in London. Maybe it was this posh part. Everyone wanted to behave. Uh, another thing that was interesting is I was leaving Kew Gardens, which if you get the chance to go to Kew Gardens, so beautiful, so magnificent there. But we're leaving and my husband kind of slipped off the curb when we were walking to the train and he hurt his foot. I gave out a little yelp, you know, when it happened because he had grabbed onto my arm. I had made this, you know, loud sound and everyone around us it, it just fell so silent. You could just hear a pin drop. Everyone got so quiet. And I felt really alienated for just expressing my surprise or my fear, or whatever happened to me in that moment. I didn't feel supported. I feel like in America, women would have been like, oh, are you okay? Is everything all right? Someone would have said something polite like that. But instead, everyone got really uncomfortably quiet. So that felt different to me. Um, but then again, in some other ways, it was wonderful because we were on the train early in the morning and no one was talking. Everyone was quiet. And my husband and I wondered, we were like, are we on a quiet train? Because we take those in Philly sometimes. And, and no, we weren't. Everyone was just being polite in the morning, I guess, because everyone's grumpy in the morning. I, I don't know. Maybe there's a rule tell me in the comments below. But in America, we are on our phones. We are talking. We are saying anything we want to say as loud as we want to say it. And especially laughter. Uh, several times I really laughed. My husband would do something or say something and I would laugh and people would look at me like something was wrong with me. So here's my two little things for feminine energy for women in England or, or specifically London, and then my American girls, is that laughter is a beautiful, wonderful thing. So is using your voice. So is caring about a person and alerting a person, communicating with a person that something is, uh, you know, they're not doing it the right way or whatever it is. These are all ways to be a powerful dynamite woman. It is not about being passive and holding back your voice. That is not feminine. And I don't really think it's polite either because I would want someone to educate me. I would want someone to tell me if there was something, um, you know, I needed to know socially or otherwise. But I have to say the women in London, they dressed a lot more feminine than I feel like American girls do. And American girls, we are, I think, a little more tough and we dress like we're 
on our way to yoga class <laughs> all the time. Most do. I think we're just much more pointed and direct and, and strong-willed. And it comes off in our energy. So it was just really unique seeing those two differences. Also, the part of uh, London I was in, any public bathroom I used was clean. When I was at the flower show, all the toilets, if I had to use the bathroom, it was clean. In America, it is not that way. When I got home, I got off the plane, I went to the bathroom, and there it was. Good old American toilet seat. (laughs) And so I don't know what English women are doing. Are you wiping the seat? Are you lining it with toilet paper? Like, what are you girls doing to keep the toilet so clean? Well, we need to know. We need to bring it to the good old USA. Are you tired of feeling misunderstood, ignored, or frustrated by the men in your life? Do you wish you knew how to communicate with them in a way that makes them listen, respect, and adore you? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to check out my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. This ebook is a comprehensive guide to help you master the art of feminine communication and get what you want from any man in an authentic, warm, loving, caring way. Whether you're single, dating, or in a relationship, this ebook teaches you how to express your feelings, needs, and desires in a way that makes him want to please you and commit to you. You'll learn how to avoid common mistakes that push men away, how to use your voice and body language to attract and keep attention, and how to handle conflict and disagreements without losing his respect, and much, much more. Plus, you'll get access to my two-day video class that teaches you a lot of body postures and poses that you can use in a lot of different situations, so you'll never run out of the right words to say. 500 Ways to Talk to a Man is the ultimate resource for any woman who wants to improve her communication skills and create a deeper connection with the man in her life. Don't miss this opportunity to transform your love life and get my ebook today. Go to www.everheartcoaching.com and get your copy. The link is below in the description. You are invited to join my online coaching community. I have a private online coaching community where I teach monthly classes. I have guest coaches, guest speakers, moderators, and so much to share with you. You can join as a member on a monthly basis and cancel at any time. You can post questions, help others where you can lend an answer, and access our library list of growing classes and workshops. There's so much fun in this group and I especially love the supportive community. It's on a monthly basis so you can join and cancel at any time. Head on over to diamondgirl.me group. That's D-I-A-M-O-N-D-G-I-R-L dot me slash group. I can't wait to see you over at iHeart Love Academy. Overall, I cannot wait to go back to London. Hopefully next year, I would love to do a speaking engagement there at some time. I actually got recognized by a couple of girls 
while I was there. And that's always so wonderful when fans come up to me and speak to me. So I left a little piece of my heart in England. I can't wait to go back and just see more of that beautiful, beautiful country where everyone and the food and everyone is so polite and nice and it's just beautiful there. I really, really am looking forward to going back. Now on to my little summer break, my much needed summer break and time away from my podcast. I will miss you all. I will miss sharing my message with you. However, you can still find me over on my YouTube channel. I will occasionally be doing a live there or a pre-recorded video. I have really taken a break from my YouTube channel, but I will be back around with some videos here and there. And you can also find me in my coaching group. I'm in my coaching group every month, teaching a class, sometimes twice a month. I am also there answering your questions, your posts about relationships, dating matters, feminine energy, whatever you're having a problem with. I am there. I answer you personally. I also have my trained coaches and moderators. All you do is you post your question and tag me. I answer it. Or you can come join me for live class. It's amazing time together. It's a wonderful community. You can pay by the year. If you purchase a year of my I Heart Love Academy, it's actually less than one hour of coaching with me. So you can get a whole year of me and my classes for one low price. Please do take a moment to check that out in the link below. I will still be in my group over the summer. Now, I've got a little bit of homework for you to do over the summer. The first one is I want you to understand feminine energy is a somatic practice. It's something you're going to be practicing with your body. A lot of women miss this, that feminine energy is about what you're feeling in your body and what you're experiencing. So a couple of exercises I want you to do over the summer and feel free to post on my Instagram page or tag me or post in I Heart Love Academy or wherever you find me. And that is an exercise to get you back in touch with your body or keep you grounded in your body. Now, some great ways to do this are by experiencing food. When you bite an apple slice, how does it smell? How does it feel to your tongue? What's the texture? When you taste it, what poetry goes through your mind? What words and images go through your mind? You can try this with apples, mushroom, uh, zucchini, like raw zucchini or coke zucchini. Try your favorite vegetables just one at a time. Sit them in front of you and really get in touch with what your body's experiencing. Another thing that you can do is water. Whether that is a bath, running water over your hands, taking a shower, turning on the garden hose, feeling the rain fall from the sky, splashing in a little mud puddle, or swimming in a swimming pool. Whatever it is, water is going to have a feeling around your body and you get sensations. And this leads me into my next one, which is body movements. This is something I don't talk a lot about, but I really hope to implement more in uh, upcoming classes I'll be teaching. I read a great book about how to move your DNA. And in that, I learned that how we sit every day, like at our desk or how we're standing or sitting in a chair, it's 
somewhat unnatural and gets us into these stuck positions. So get down on the ground, get on all fours, roll your back, roll your shoulders, move your hips from side to side, flex your toes, flex your feet, your hands, and tighten muscles and then let them go, relax them. And just begin to see how your body feels when you move in ways that maybe like little infants move, the way little babies move. Have you ever noticed how awkward a baby can look in a high chair sometimes? <laughs> they look very awkward. They're all like arms and legs and then just this little trunk just just stuck behind the seat, seat belted in, you know? So think about how little babies like to roll on the floor and move around and uh, the yoga pose, cat-cow, if you're familiar with cat-cow where you're arching your back and then letting your belly drop and pulling your shoulders back, that's one of my favorite to really what is find out what is my body feeling right now and just to experience new feelings in your body, moving your arms at a different direction or angle for a few minutes and just noticing how this moves your body around. That is a type of a feminine energy practice. So that was homework number one. Homework number two is I'm going to bet you don't have my free ebook. I talk to women every day who ask me questions and they tell me I can't afford your book. I can't afford your program. And I'm like, this is answered in my free ebook. All you have to do is go to my website, everheartcoaching.com. Give me your email address, please, and your name, and you're going to get my free gift, which is my ebook. This will also sign you up for my email distribution. And look, I don't expect you to read all my emails. You can delete them. You don't have to read every one of them, but keep me on your mailing list because whenever I teach a class or I have a live public event or I'm doing something new, a new launch or something like this or a video, or I need your feedback, I'm in your inbox. I can communicate with you that way. Sometimes on Instagram and Facebook, I don't have a chance to answer those messages. So email is still the best way to stay in touch with me. Get your free ebook. I'm going to guarantee you there are things in this ebook you don't know about. I can promise you. <laughs> it's really concise. It's only about 14 pages long and a lot of helpful information at whatever stage of feminine energy you're in or in a relationship or not. It's at everheartcoaching.com. Now here's my last little bit of summer homework. If you want to go one step further, you want to hang out with me during the summer and get to know me and my coaches better, go through my whole library of classes I've recorded since I started this group. Uh, nearly a year ago. You have so much, so many resources in this group and it's a very low monthly price. You can cancel at any time and you can try it out for free. So the link below to the private community iHeartLove Academy is also going to be below. So if you could figure out a way to do those three things this summer, practice your somatic exercises Go join my group or check out my group, I Heart Love Academy, and get yourself my free ebook. You're going to have a great summer. Now, I'm going to miss you all, but again, you've got ways to stay in touch with me and ways to stay on top of your feminine energy learning. 
And I hope you all have a beautiful summer, wonderful, happy relationships, and make amazing memories. And remember, this feminine energy work starts and ends with you, how you talk to yourself, how you treat yourself, how you take care of yourself. This is where all the wonderful and beautiful things in your life begin. All right, everyone, much love to you, and I'll see you next season. Bye.